The World Health Organization came out with a statement saying that they expect that one billion people, young adults right now, have some form of hearing loss and they don't even know it. Welcome back to the Boss Up Podcast. I am your host, Rory Ball, and I'm here today with Izzy from You Heard, which is a... It's a hearing awareness and advocacy brand. That's what we're yes. going with now. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Did you just change that? Yeah, because like we... So we wanted to just do it for um, just like awareness purposes in the first place, but then I was like, well, we can actually start helping people if we start selling stuff yeah. <laughs> so now we're more on the the brand aspect because we're like making clothes and stuff right now that are like still like cool it's not just like our logo slapped on it right like my sister is in graphic design here and she's like I mean I'm not just saying this because she's my sister but like <laughs> she's really 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 good at what she does so like I give her a little prompt with my stick figure awful drawings and then she <laughs> sketches it out for me and makes it actually look really good. But yeah, so we're selling that and then I'm prototyping right now some hearing aid uh, accessories that like clip on on the sides to mm. make them like more visible. So Right. Which the brand and all of the stuff you are selling now is amazing and really, really cool. <laughs> so you're going to have to check that out, everyone. So Izzy was in the middle of the pandemic and everyone's wearing masks. What a great time. <laughs> everyone's wearing masks. And she suddenly is like, shit, I don't know what anyone is saying. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so all my life, coaches, teachers, my family. This is no worse to my family either. Um, they said Izzy has selective hearing. Or Izzy doesn't like isn't listening. My coaches would yell at me and wouldn't know. I was just <laughs> doing my own thing. Um, so I didn't take me having hearing loss any serious type of way my friends would always joke with me in like middle school and high school like Izzy can't hear anything haha <laughs> like Izzy's deaf so I was just like ha you know I'm just bad at listening um COVID happens and then when we finally start like going out into the world with masks on my mom's talking to me at a grocery store and I just feel like I'm like, looking straight through her because she's trying to say something to me and I look at her I'm like I have no idea what you're saying and so when Reese who's also a part of your herd who is not here today. Um, we came back to OU because we got selected. And um, I started to realize more and more, I was like, I have I have hearing loss. Like, they checked before because um, I complained about it in high school to my parents too. And they said, like, I in my left ear, I was dipping off a little bit. But I also, um, I cheated. <laughs> I cheated on that test because I didn't want to be deaf. Um, which is terrible. Cheated don't do on that. The hearing test. <laughs> yeah. When you're cheating on hearing tests, that's when you know you got a problem. Don't ignore that. Um, <laughs> and so the issue was I, when we moved into our house here, I had an appointment set up like two days after we moved in after my birthday too. So it was like the day after my birthday, happy birthday to me. You're deaf. So I walk in <laughs> to get my hearing checked. I'm like, it's, it's not going to be anything again. Like and my parents kind of had the same mindset. So I went alone. Um, they lock me in a box, which is always fun. And then they like play different pitches and then they say different words to you and you have to repeat it back. And <laughs> I remember sitting in the box when they started to play the pitches and 
the lady just goes, we started five minutes ago. And then right then I knew <laughs> I was not going to pass this test. So she walks in after I thought I killed the word section and she walks in. She's like, do you see like these three little gray boxes at the top of the chart there? I'm like, yeah, yeah. She's like, that's the normal range. Uh, you're down here. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, you have, um, at the time it was like on the line of severe hearing loss and moderately severe. She's like, you're like right on the line. You should have been in hearing aids years ago. Like we need to like start talking about hearing aids now. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, my parents are in Cincinnati. I'm like, can I have a second? <laughs> and she's like, yeah. Um, I was like, I'll, she gives me her number. She's super nice. Um, but I go out in the car and I remember Snapchatting our whole um, house group chat because everybody was like, yeah, it's not going to be anything. I Snapchat them. It's this video of me violently sob laughing. And I'm like, so turns out, guys, um, I'm deaf. <laughs> it's like you can't believe it. Yeah. It's like, what is happening? It's like, joke's on me. I ignored <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, so that happened. And the whole process of getting hearing aids was like awful. I had to find out insurance didn't cover it in Ohio mm. and a bunch of other states and they're considered a cosmetic, so I could have gotten, like, nose job, boob job, under the same classification for that amount of money. Which is astronomical. Yeah. Like, that I was just like, doesn't you know, make sense. Like, I'm also, I was also blind at one point because I got all the good genetics in my family. <laughs> um, but I, I also had negative 9 and 10 um, vision. So my, I was gone. <laughs> like, so I was getting my like eyes checked every year yeah. and then it was bad. I got LASIK now. Thank you, mom and dad. <laughs> um, but it's like, why are we checking our eyes if we know we have a slight problem in our vision? But it's like for years I was just like, oh, I can't pick up on stuff sometimes and like never thought to get it tested. Mm. And when I did, I cheated. Um, and that feeling of like cheating because... Yeah. It kind of feels like, <laughs> and I don't want to believe this, yeah. so I'm just going to cheat my way out of it type uh, of thing. A hundred percent. Because it's like, it's not a good feeling when you, <laughs> when, when you're like 19 years old and you find out you're deaf. Like I remember searching like hard of hearing because I'm not fully deaf, I'm hard of hearing. But I remember searching it online just to like see like the different hearing aids and stuff I could get. And it's the first picture was a 80 year old guy with a shoehorn in his ear. And I'm like, this That's is not, not me. Yeah, this should not be my life. I was yeah. like in huge denial about everything because mm -hmm. I was like, I'm I'm young. Mm -hmm. I should not be going through this. Like, it, I feel like the stereotype too is like, if you find out you're like hard of hearing or have some form of hearing loss, people think like it's from birth. So I was thinking like this this doesn't add up to me. Like yeah. I was in denial because like I I didn't want to be the 19 year old who has hearing aids and because yeah. for a while that was like my main issue was like because what we think now which is like what we're trying to break the stereotype for is when I look up hearing aids why is it just old old, old people mm. but then I started to realize there's a reason probably that I have some form of hearing loss they said it's genetic for me um I also have a cousin who has is like actually deaf in one ear so like that's what they ruled out there was nothing wrong with my like eardrums or anything okay but we are the generation that grew up with airpods mm -hmm. anything else we could like put on our ears yeah we would blast it 
especially in high school. Think about all the people who walked around your high school and blasted their AirPods or something just to let you know that they were listening to music. Yeah, like all the time. Yeah. Every person you're passing. Yeah. So it's like, then it kind of becomes a competition Mm -hmm. uh, where it's like, okay, am I listening to my music loud enough? It's like that kind of stuff. It's like if you go over 75 decibels, you're doing some damage to your hearing long term. Mm -hmm. And then we're also the generation that goes to all these concerts. Great. Love them. I go to them all the time. But Mm -hmm. it's like, why aren't we using hearing protection? Think about how loud that is. Yeah. I would walk out of concerts and then I would sit there and my whole whole world was just one pitched ringing. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. It's so literally. bad for us. And we're not doing anything about it. And we don't really know about that going into it. It's exactly. like you don't have the information or the knowledge to be like, oh, this might be too loud for my ears. I could be yeah. deaf in like five years. Yeah. Like we don't have that thought process going into it because it's not known. Yeah. It's not advocated for yeah exactly so you heard is trying to change that yeah that was the whole reason i started you heard was well one me going through all that and then two my friend Chandy, um who has been hard of hearing for most of her life she works in like she's a nurse practitioner assistant nursing assistant sorry Chandy, if you watch (laughs) this and i messed up your title you know what i mean her patients were like calling for her and she would leave the room and wouldn't know because she didn't wear her hearing aids and like they were they're too old at that point and like mm. her hearing and pitches have changed so she like couldn't afford to get like new ones mm. and so like i had to it that just made like when something happens to me personally i take it and i'm like oh you know whatever yeah when something happens to my friends Mm. And then I see them struggle with that. I get mad. So yeah, like that's so. It's like that's when it becomes serious. Yeah. It's like it's affecting people around me. So yeah. like, luckily, I have a friend who like knows what I'm going through. But it's also like, when that happened to her, and like she didn't know if she could afford to get hearing aids, when she needs them to like Work. do her job yeah. and like one have a better like way of living. Yeah. Because if you're not hearing, like, it's nice, I'm going to say, like, when you take out your hearing aids after a long day, because, like, the noises are a lot. But it's, like, if you can't pick up on anything anytime, like, that's frustrating. So I had to help her, like, find out, like, where she could potentially get assistance and different things. And luckily luckily she has them now. But um, I remember running up to Reese's room because I sat sat in my office job that day. (laughs) I was like, I'm going to do something about this. Mm -hmm. I walked into... um, my boss at the time, Jen's office, and I was like, I'm gonna start a company. It's gonna be about people bringing awareness to like hearing aids and different things. I was like, I'm not sure where I'm gonna go with it yet. I was like, maybe I'll make a cheaper hearing aid. That's way harder than I expected mm. it to be because mm-hmm. you know, I'm not an engineer. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm gonna call it your herd. And she's like, You should you should do that. I was like, Okay, I'm gonna do it. So in my mind, when I get like something focused Mm. in my brain Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do it i'm gonna run with it run up to reese's room when he gets home from (laughs) some meeting slam the door i'm like i'm gonna start this it's gonna be called you heard do you want it because reese also has multiple deaf relatives yeah like they only use asl oh really yeah um so he grew up around it so he also like saw me go through the whole process Mm -hmm. like love that kid to death like my brother separated at birth so he was like yes of course I want to, I want to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has like a different aspect too of like going into this because like I'm hard of hearing. It's not the same as deaf. Like I know very, very little ASL and I want to learn more, but it's like, he has a whole other 
yeah. outlook on the whole situation. Mm-hmm. So from there on, I started like working on with um, people from OU and like reaching out to different people. And now I kind of have like an advisory board for like what we're doing, mm-hmm. which is really nice. And you've been tabling outside of Baker, yeah, doing so free <laughs> hearing tests. Yeah. So um, I was also part of an organization here and they needed a consulting project and people kept asking Reese because he was in charge of it if they, we, they could work on your herd and he was like I don't know like that's kind of like Izzy's thing we don't want to like step on our toes and when he told me I was like I don't care like yeah. if, if people want to work and like they're actually like invested in like making a difference for like what I'm trying to do like mm-hmm. I've, why wouldn't I take that yeah so um we did tabling outside of OU and we did hearing screenings for free because like we're not certified by any means but like we had like a um audiologist like made test oh, for cool. it so like it, it was still like a pretty good indicator if there was like some hearing loss mm-hmm. but then again we would say like we are not professionals but like if you think you've ever had like a problem we would definitely like yeah recommend you look into it did a lot of people do that yeah and then we found out a lot of people our age mm. have some form of hearing loss which it might just be slight or it might be really bad yeah but then after we did that so we probably got 150 people in two weeks to do that which is pretty good yeah that's a lot Um, (laughs) and I I can't remember the exact percentage we got from what we did but we ended up (laughs) literally the week after which was like okay this is great because we just did this um who the world health organization came out with a statement saying that they expect that 1 billion people, young adults right now, have some form of hearing loss and they don't even know it. That's like and one seventh of our population. Yep. And I was like, okay, so <laughs> on, on the right track here, but I was like, that is awful. Yeah. <laughs> so I was also thinking like, why? So I have to, the reason I found the article one was because one of our advisors texted me and he was watching the news and was like, Izzy, this is what I just saw on the news. Look it up. Oh shit. So I looked it up, read the whole article and I was like, okay, so my assumptions were correct. Yeah. Um, but then again, when I tell people that who came out with this, they're like, I didn't even know. Or like when I tell people that insurance doesn't cover it and, and it costs $6,000 out of pocket yeah. for hearing aids. Yeah. I, yeah. When we were talking, I had no idea exactly. about any of that. Cause you would just assume that your hearing is taken care of because it's like a part of your life like it's, yeah so it's and like just when you crazy. grow yeah like when you grow up it's like you have your hearing yeah it's like that's what it is yeah but like over time especially in your situation it it changes yeah so it was just insane because it's like okay so one they're cosmetic two they're not covered by insurance and then three they're expecting that one billion people our age have hearing loss and nobody's talking about it mm. so that just made me one extra angry because it's like what what is happening? Like, yeah. Why is nobody caring about like people with hearing loss? Because it's about to be like our, like by 2050, it's going to be 2.5 billion young adults. Like that's a lot of people. That's a, yeah. That's a big and scary number. And the fact that it's like still not being, you know, part of like mainstream news and what people are talking about just like made me extra mad. Cause it's like, okay, so now we're just going to make all these people suffer and like pay yeah. that out of pocket. Yeah. And, so. like, not give them information about, like, why it's happening and what's yeah. working. And, damn. So, and, again, and like, it makes sense that it's happened because, like, nobody talks about, like, what we could do to, like, potentially, like, decrease, like, 
your hearing going way faster yeah. and all the preventative measures that you can take mm -hmm. if you're able but yeah because it's like like you said our perception yeah. of it is like oh as you get older like it'll yeah you're it'll, gonna lose your hearing yeah you it'll go out over time but like a rapid as fast as it is now a rapid like progression of hearing loss yeah eh, you don't hear about it nope and no one so with your herd how are you trying to change that like what are the actions you are taking as an organization <clears throat> to fix this issue yeah so right now we do a lot of informational posts about like different things going on in the community um different stats that people don't know about we want to make content that's shareable and that's like the best way i feel like i could say that yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah even if people are sharing it just to like oh look i'm supporting mm -hmm. I don't care about that as long as like people are actually reading the message of like what I'm trying to get out there and like more more people see it that's mm -hmm. what matters to me yeah um and then we are lucky enough Annie posted this TikTok of like what what was the title of that um, things, things my my heart of hearing best friend yeah, that altered my brain chemistry, and it was that um, Taylor Swift audio. audio. Yeah, that, yeah. Um, and so we posted that on Instagram, too, because that's usually what we do. It, like, I went to sleep one night, and then the next morning, it was, like, 2,000 likes, and that's, like, the most we've ever had on a post. I'm like, okay, like, this was this was going. Now it's at 90,000. Mm -hmm. We jumped into so much luck because people, it was recommended to people who had hearing aids or, like, something contributing to hearing loss like whether it's like some condition um people who feel like they have hearing loss and don't know how to get hearing aids like the amount of comments i got on that post and we replied to i would say at least 85 percent of them yeah like it's hard <laughs> it's hard um but especially yeah especially when it's like you annie and reese yeah and Reese doesn't even do the social media stuff. <laughs> and like, I love Reese. Reese, this is no hate towards you, but like, it's like we would sit there and I would say it would probably consume like 12 hours of our day responding to these comments. Cause like, we want, we want to show everybody that like we're, we're here for you're them. being proactive. Yeah. Like and we, yeah. we want them to be a part of the conversation. Yeah. And then the cool thing that happened with that, it's like, then we kind of got like people who would DM us and like, that's, this is like what I felt when I found out I had hearing loss when I was like looking for organizations for young adults who have hearing loss, couldn't find anything. And then when I like looked at stuff in the media and like people being portrayed with hearing loss, I was like, that just, it's not right. Mm. <laughs> it's like, that's not how I feel. That's not how yeah. I see things. Um, I don't see any models wearing clothes with hearing aids. And I just like, I wanted to make something that people would feel seen and it would be a conversation starter for like a positive like if you interact with somebody on the street and they see your shirt and they're like what does that mean it's a positive conversation you're having right there because you're like informing the person yeah so that's what we started making but it was like i started to see people in our comments starting to talk to each other too it's like i have the same thing you have we mm -hmm. post polls on our story when somebody would ask us like hey does anybody else like in this boat we would get DMs from people like, thank you so much. I've never found an organization that does something like this. And now you're making me feel like more confident about my hearing loss. So I'm like, it makes me feel like sad because like one, I was like in the same exact boat 
And you didn't have anything. And I didn't have anything. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I'm so glad that like, even if we're like helping out one person feel Mm -hmm. a little bit better about them having hearing loss, like that's the whole reason I started this in the first place. So yeah. (laughs) As corny as that sounds. (laughs) As cheesy as it is. That's how it is. Yeah. So with all of these events that led up to your herd Mm -hmm. coming to fruition and since you have started it and really been working on it, you got the Bobcat Seed Fund, yeah. which is you can apply for a $3,000, up to a $3,000 grant to help build your business, company, whatever you're doing. What have you experienced since starting the actual organization itself that has been kind of a roadblock? So... Yeah, I did get the seed fund, which is great, and I'm getting that money, I think, next week. So we're going to start, like, actually producing stuff, and we're going to do a pre-sale and For all your that. The merch yeah. right now, and then I, I want to... The jewelry needs a lot of work, and I want it to, You're like... You're doing jewelry? Yeah, for hearing aids that oh. attaches onto it. So, like, I have, like, mock-ups. I can show you real quick. Um, but it's going to attach and make, like, the hearing aids more visible, so there's like another company doing it right now and they're great and I love like everything that they stand for. Um, I've looked at their stuff before. It's just like one is kind of marketed towards children when it comes to like the cochlears and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, and the second thing is it's like it's still hiding behind the hearing aids. So like nobody really gets to see it. Um, so is it kind of like an accessory to it? Yeah. So I want the accessory to clip on to the hearing aid and mm-hmm. make it more visible that you're wearing a hearing aid. The Bobcat Seed Fund provides opportunities for students at Ohio University to grow their startup and was pivotal for your herd when expanding to accessories and clothing. But Izzy wants to keep growing, so she began pitching to other funding competitions. With this, she's learned the harsh realities of using social media to promote a startup company. Up next, you'll hear more about older funders who can't really recognize that platforms like Instagram and TikTok have the power to build such strong community networks. Okay, so you've pitched to a lot of events or with a lot of events, um, companies and things like that. So what has that experience been like? I've done like different competitions that other universities are holding for like startups and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, the problem with me doing that though, is when I say that our main marketing and everything that we're like basically counting on is on social media, the people who are running these organizations and stuff, they're a little bit older. Mm -hmm. They don't understand the importance of social media the now and, and reach what it can do mm-hmm. like i mean all of our favorite like people and who we look up to they're on social media in mm-hmm. our day and age and they're the people who are making millions mm-hmm. and again that's not at all why i'm doing this but it's like i'm trying to make f- people feel more comfortable like having hearing loss and hearing aids so and i pitch, yeah so and that well that's how we like connect and understand social issues nowadays is through social media exactly which apparently a lot of these older people at these competitions do not understand yeah so i pitched a certain competition 
and it was all about giving giving back with your mm. company. And the winner who won last year, I mean, props to them. Of course, they pitched. They went through the whole process. It really wasn't focusing on anything important, mm-hmm. as I would say. Um, Name but drop the competition. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> uh, but it's, again, our, our whole mission was starting this in the first place is trying to help people be more comfortable wearing hearing aids and, like, getting tested and the importance of everything along with that. I said one thing about social media, and I feel like they immediately turned off of what I was talking about, mm. which sucks. Because, mm. like, I put in so much work for that application, like... And then it sucks... How many hours did you say you put in? 60. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 60 hours. That was a punch in the face. Yeah. Um, so I didn't make it through. But the, it just sucks because it's like, I, I want to make a difference. Um, I'm not trying to make money, really. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to provide things that people would feel like more connected with yeah. who are in my same boat. And when I didn't get that, it wrecked me, <laughs> to be completely honest. Like, mental health won because... It's like when somebody doesn't say that they believe in like what you're trying to do and like help people, it just like proves my point that like nobody really cares about people with hearing loss. Mm. And so that, it just like made me feel like nothing's going to change in the world, which really sucks. And then it's just like also the mental health of people who have hearing loss, it crushed me for a while, if I'm being honest. And I really don't talk about my mental health that much, but it's like when you find out that you have hearing loss in the first place, you're thinking like, why me? Out of anybody, mm-hmm. especially at my age, you're like, well, why is this happening to me? Yeah. Um, same with a lot of people who are commenting on our stuff, and I'm glad that, you know, that they connect with what I was saying. But it it just sucks, <laughs> straight up. It yeah. sucks, and um, thinking that you just need a device the rest of your life to like be able to function. Mm. It's it's isolating. A hundred percent. And like, e- like I know all my friends love me. They will never understand <laughs> like my day-to-day life, which mm-hmm. really sucks. And it's like I try to explain it to them, but it's like also at the same time, as much as I explain it to them, they will never know mm-hmm. exactly what it's like. Um, so that's, again, another reason I started it. So people can start having conversations with other people who actually know what they're feeling like. Right. Um, and it's also like, to what extent do we have to wait until a seventh of our population is yeah. going through hearing loss? Do we actually do something and say something? Like you heard is a very proactive, I would say, company mm-hmm. in being very inclusive, giving statistics, helping people understand sharing awareness mm-hmm. and with these competitions you've pitched to it's like they don't <laughs> they don't care they don't care they just want money which mm-hmm. i get i get it and i know like mine isn't the most lucrative business that you could ever like invest in but mm-hmm. it's also like what values do you have as a person at this point yeah it's like, <laughs> i get it you want to invest what's going to make you the most money. I'm, I never said I wouldn't make you money. I'm just saying I'm taking a different approach with it. And I'm trying to help people at the same time. Because, mm-hmm. like, what we want to do um, is with every purchase that w- once we, like, make our products and stuff, we want to give 15%. And we're going to um, start a nonprofit 
on the side to help people pay for hearing aids who can't afford hearing aids. Mm. Cause not a lot of people have five grand to spend on hearing aids. Yeah, no. And it just, and a lot of people don't have insurance that could help them cover hearing aids. Well, insurance doesn't even help in the first place. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I no, you're good. It's just like, that's the other mind boggling thing to me. Cause it's like, um, I thought I had insurance to help me when yeah. I need it. Yeah. No, they just like, don't care. So, if nobody else is going to care, I'm going to care. Mm. And that's like mainly the reason I started it. And that's why I've been saying from the beginning, it's like, if nobody else is going to take the action steps that need to be taken for this, it's like, I mean, I'm, I'm just one person. I can't do a lot, but it's like, if I can do at least one thing, I'm going to try. Mm. And that's why I applied to these competitions so I can get money to like help as much as I possibly could. Yeah. They just don't understand <laughs> the, the issues that I'm trying to advocate for. And like, even when I say like certain numbers to them, they're like, Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I didn't even know. And then they still don't give me money. And you're like, and I'm like, okay, where's that's, the discrepancy there? Um, so you agree with me that a lot of people don't know about this. Cause you didn't know about it when I pitched it to you, but mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, that's how I feel. <laughs> no, for sure. It's yeah. And it, I mean, someone who has experienced it so closely and so deeply, yeah. like it impacts your day to day. Yeah. As you have said, like, and it's you a- understand the frustrations with it and everything that comes with having hearing loss. So like, why wouldn't they just listen? Yeah. And they don't even know like the discrimination and stuff that I've like been through. Mm. I've only had hearing aids for two years. Mm-hmm. I have already faced like issues in my day to day life with people mm-hmm. like finding out that I had hearing aids. A lot of people are very accepting. Like I will give it that. I, it's one, my disability officer here. I didn't find her for five months here at OU. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she like, they gave me a microphone for classes, which was really nice. Okay. I will give them that. I didn't hear from her for another year. And I was like trying to say like, hey, um, it's a little hard for me to like focus in classes because it's like the teacher would like walk away with the microphone and I would hear like personal conversations I should not be hearing. And I would try to tell them how to use it, but they just like wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, which was crazy, but that's fine. And then the it's just like I get worn down by the end of the day, like listening like you're mentally tired from literally just straining to listen. Exactly. It's it's awful. So it's like, I would have to go home and do homework and people are still talking to me. And at that point I'm just like, shut off. Mm. I don't want to talk anymore. Like mm. I'm just done. And I try to get in contact with her about that stuff and like seeing if I get extensions on stuff, been here from her. And, um, yeah, it was just awful. I do they have how many pe- do you know how many people they have for like per student? I don't know. I've only seen one person in that office if I'm being completely honest. Um, and I only saw one office when I was in there. I don't know if they all share an office, but I think it might just be one person, which is awful. Um, but it's also not through the university. It's through the state that she works through. Oh yeah. Um, so anytime she does email me like once in a blue moon, I never know if it's like her, like a spam email. Um, but yeah, so like I get that she has a lot of students to deal with, but like, again, it's like if it's affecting my day to day. And then I, I worked at the office, which I already said here in the college business. 
and one i love everybody to death in that office like they are my favorite people in the world like if i ever need somebody to cheer me up i will walk in that office and they will accept me with open arms like i quit this semester just because of some things that came up but they're the most accepting people ever like one time like my hearing had died randomly i thought they were charging overnight they weren't they let me go home because they're like you're gonna be miserable here yeah but one of the advisors in there or career success coaches told me um who also has a disability of some sorts i don't want to share his information but um he gives me hope to being an adult with a disability He's like one of my favorite people in the world. And I I couldn't say that to him, but he just like, yeah, he's very inspiring. But he like told me like, don't put on your applications for jobs that you have a disability. And I was like, why? Like the voluntary disability mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He told me, don't put it on there. I was like, why? He's like, because even though they say like, that's to per- like protect you guys of like, you know, they can't discriminate against you. They're still going to see that you put yes on it mm. and then they're gonna think oh she's liability so mm. i didn't and then i got an internship and how did that internship go scarring mm. traumatized yeah i <laughs> went to work there um it's in a different state and i felt so isolated the entire time and I kept complaining about different things that were like happening with like me being able to do my job because I really felt like I could do the job well. And I said like, hey, can't hear my phone um, because it's not connected to my hearing. It's going to use my personal phone. The phone is in like the landline yeah. that they offered. Yeah. And they're like, well, everybody else is using like their phone. I'm like, OK, I'd argue with that one about like a little bit. Got got that cleared for pretty fast, which was fine. Didn't think much of it. Then everybody was talking in the same room while they were blaring music. Even though it's connected to my hearing aids, I still can't hear like the pronunciation of what they're saying to me. I have to like sit in a different room. Mm-hmm. This is a team bonding experience. Like you should be a part of it. And I had to fight to like go do my job. And not like an internship. Yeah. Not like not even this isn't my job. Like yeah, I'm not here full time. And they. Yeah. And then I told them like in my first week that I had hearing aids clearly like Mm -hmm. the the recruiter who recruited me she knew and she was great and then all of a sudden I heard them like they were making deaf jokes at me (laughs) and I was like um I don't know you that well like it's not like comfortable for me like to hear that from you guys you know um I get that you're trying to like make it normal but like don't it's not like i don't know you well enough to to do that um and i don't think that they knew that they were being offensive i just so i let that go to um hung out with some of the other people yeah and i just feel like anytime i tried to explain something they weren't listening Mm. like they would ask a question about it and i would try to explain the best i could and then they would just be like well i don't get the the use of that or like i don't get why that's such a big so i felt shut down a lot so then that's fucking ironic too yeah (laughs) i like so then i was like (laughs) my poor mom god i was (laughs) i was in that state and i was like i called her she thought she thought everything was going great call her one day broke down i was like i can't do this shit anymore like i need to i need to leave i can't be with these people 
they were gonna pay me so much money to start getting out of college yeah for like a full-time job yeah because mm-hmm. they offered it and i turned them down like you knew you could not be in that environment yeah it's like if and it was strictly on disability that i didn't take the job because i was like if i'm gonna be treated like this in just an internship yeah imagine if i work here full-time mm. there's no way yeah so i was like no because that also plays into your mental health of it. It's yeah. like, how are these people treating me? And like, who am I surrounded by? Yeah. And I know it's going to like, I know my hearing is going to get worse in the next few years. Mm. And my doctor said with like how, like how bad my hearing is right now. Um, I'll probably have to get cochlears and like, I don't know how many years. Mm. And so I, I went in my boss's office and I told her that. And I was like, I can't be away from my family if I'm going to get cochlears. Yeah. And like if it's going to go all blank for me one day. And I'm not around my family and my friends and I'm in this state away from them. I'm like, I am going to be batshit crazy. Like, I'm not going to be able. Yeah. So I told her that she was completely understanding. She started crying. She was crying. Uh, Yeah. And I was like, this is a little bit different than what I was seeing the entire (laughs) entire time I was here. Um, But that like gave me a little comfort and like helping, like knowing that they're not like all bad people, but like, it's just like, and I don't think that they realized what affect everything was having on me but it's like i would tell them and then they would just like kind of brush it off so it's like if people were more educated too it would be a whole different story mm. because I, I feel like if they had a better understanding of what i was going through and like instead of me sounding like wow 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 i'm hard of hearing i can't hear you i can't do my job if they had a better understanding of like what that was like for me on a day-to-day basis like and any job it would have been a much better experience, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but like with what you're trying to do with your herd is also a part of that. It's like educating the people who may not experience hearing loss, but yeah, will know someone definitely by 2050 who is experiencing that. Yeah. And it's like, I can't imagine what's going to happen. Like one, like if you, it's literally proven that if you go living your life with untreated hearing loss in some form, you are more likely to have depression in your older ages. You're going to have dementia. Mm. And then if that's like almost a guarantee again, why is the conversation not happening in the first place? Mm. So it's like, again, with what we're trying to sell and what we're trying to produce, if it starts a conversation on the street, where it's like, oh, that's really cool. Like, what's what is that? Um, talk about your hearing loss, and oh, this is what it, what they do. Then it might encourage somebody to go get tested. Mm-hmm. It might encourage somebody to be like, oh, that's messed up. Let me tell all my friends about this. Yeah, because that's like also what we found when we tabled outside of Baker. It's like we would give people these little information mm-hmm. flyers. The next day, somebody would come up and be like, my roommate was here yesterday, and they told me all this stuff, and now I'm angry. Oh, shit. And I'm like, yeah. So it's even just by, like, word of mouth, it's getting it's around. it's such a shocker. Yeah. Like, when I tell people that it's not covered or I had to pay out of pocket and it's a cosmetic, they're like. I was shocked yeah. when you said that. So they usually run around, go tell other people. They're like, they're usually like, oh, I was talking to this girl has hearing aids and she told me this, this, and this. Can you believe that? So it's like the more you talk about it, the more people are going to know about yeah. it. And it's just. 
And the more it spreads on social media. Exactly. The more people are going to be aware about it. Yeah. And I just don't think that people in the older generation understand like the impact that social media can have. Mm. Cause like also no matter where somebody is, they might not have that support with them right now. Yeah. They can go on social media and like see people who are like them. If mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. That gives them a little bit of hope. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's what you're going for. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So yeah.